El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa pa pa. En McDonald's participantes. Introducing the SND Podcast Channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy, Jay, coming back at you, bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to professional wrestling. This is episode number 36, and I tell you, it's a big one, man, because we, it, it, it is Survivor Series night. Technically, the pre-show is on as we speak. We got about an hour and a half before the big show, before the big Survivor Series pay-per-view and and for those who who need a history lesson <laughs> survivor series is probably is the second oldest WWE pay-per-view or second oldest event um that they have uh it is part of the big 4 obviously the big 4 I'm, in, I'm uh talking to you about obviously WrestleMania survivor series SummerSlam and the Royal Rumble um so survivor series being the second oldest event that WWE has um so, uh, uh, some, like I said, Survivor Series is about an hour and a half. I'm going to get into some quick... Uh, it's going to be a quick show. I'm going to give predictions on Survivor Series. I'm going to give a review of uh, NXT TakeOver War Games 2 that happened last night. Um, and I'm going to talk about other little tidbits of stuff uh, that led up to this these series of events tonight. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, a new story that just popped up recently yesterday, uh, as far as I'm concerned. That's when I first came across it. It is a big, crazy topic, um, and, and it comes from a guy who, unfortunately, you know, you, you feel for in a way because, you know, here's a guy that when you first saw him, he, he lived his dream of becoming a WWE superstar, started out as a jobber. Um, to Braun Strowman, and then you realize later on when a story like this comes out <clears throat> that he is literally just a piece of trash, piece of garbage, and 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 I'm talking about James Ellsworth. Um, I spoke about James Ellsworth as he was at the height of his popularity in WWE, feuding with AJ Styles, getting wins over AJ Styles, being in the Royal Rumble, um, doing all sorts of stuff, and WWE gave this kid a chance, and 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 he was popular. He he was popular. Um, a lot of people looked at him and, and was like, oh, you know, what a cool, you know, he's an interesting looking dude. He had the weird face. Um, but man, uh, what popped up over the weekend, what popped up yesterday, <sighs> apparently uh, it was found out that James Ellsworth through, I want to say Snapchat, was sending nude pics to a 16-year-old fan. Um, 16 year old girl and apparently it has been known throughout the wrestling community through the indies and uh, among other places apparently this isn't the first time 
he's uh, either said or sent some nasty messages um, to, to other girls and other, you know, in, in the industry and stuff like that. A lot of people point him out as a pervert. But, you know, a lot of things like this happen, man. And then all of a sudden, everybody has something on you. You know what I mean? So the girl has proof. She has the pictures. She's been posting them online. Uh, I haven't, I don't want to see it, but you know, obviously she has the tweets out there blurred out and everything. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough situation. Uh, James Ellsworth, uh, his attorney has sent out a statement on his behalf saying that stuff has been overblown and things is not true. Blah, 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 blah. But it's hard, man, to lie about something when there's pictures of you. (laughs) So James Ellsworth, uh, I really hope he enjoyed his 15 minutes of fame because it is very much over, and I doubt we ever see that guy in WWE again, Um, let alone wrestling again. I doubt he'll get booked by anyone. Um, That is if he doesn't do prison time or if he doesn't get some sort of repercussion for for this act that he he did. Um, Apparently, Sabu, who's been in the news also this weekend for, for saying outlandish shit, um, apparently he, he, he flirted with this chick as well a little while back, but backed off when he found out her age, at least he backed off when he found out her age, James Ellsworth. I don't know if he knew her age. It's a double-edged sword because you don't want it because a lot of women out there have done some shady shit and a lot of men do shady shit. So I'm not the type where I'm be sexist inside with one sex or one whatever, but you know, obviously you know, either this girl didn't tell him her age or she did and he didn't give a shit. It's either one. Um, but either way, James Ellsworth got caught out there, uh, sent some nude pics to a very young girl, underage girl. And uh, it, needless to say, we're probably never going to see that guy on TV ever again. And what a dumb thing to do, especially this day and age uh, where, you know, Anyone can find out anything about you. And for the mere fact, this girl threw your ass under the bus. You know what I mean? So, he he couldn't have gotten away with it. So, James Ellsworth, like I said, I hope you enjoyed your 15 minutes, brother. Because your time is done. (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, on to Sabu real quick. Apparently, uh, Jim Ross posted a picture yesterday. Uh, He took... A serious fall, apparently. Fell right on his face. I guess, uh, I don't know where, but maybe on his property. I don't know. But he fell. He said the con- he took a serious bump. And uh, the concrete, you know, got the got the duke. It got the win. But he's still going to be attending uh, Oklahoma football. Um, but his eye was shut. His face was beat up. And apparently Sabu uh, commented on this and was like, Oh, I hate Jim Ross. I hope he dies. You know, he's a piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people have been, been siding with Jim and, and, and voicing their uh, disapproval of, of Sabu's comment. And Sa- I saw a tweet from Sabu, obviously whoever, who, people who, does, who don't know Sabu, uh, ECW icon, hardcore wrestling legend, um, nephew of the original Sheik. And this is where, where this hatred comes from. Sabu posted he hates Jim Ross because... Uh, the NWA wanted to work with his uncle, the Sheik, in, uh, in Detroit, where the Sheik was most famous. And uh, they wanted to bring him in to, uh, to, to work a show for the NWA. And they were going to pay him a certain amount. 
they paid him way less than what they were going to pay him. And apparently Jim Ross had a lot to do with that. And uh, Sabu was very heated about that and apparently just kept a grudge all these years. You got to figure, working for the NWA in 1988, 30 years ago, bro. I mean, you got to let shit go, man. But apparently he hasn't. He's He has hatred for Jim Ross uh, to this day. And he voiced that hatred on Twitter after Jim Ross took that horrible fall. Uh, a lot of people don't have a lot of good things to say about Sabu as a person, as a, you know, uh, I really don't give a shit what Sabu has to say. Uh, Jim Ross is not that much in the wrestling scene anymore besides doing some New Japan Pro Wrestling stuff. But, uh, you know, he took a horrible freaking fall, man. If you go to JR's Barbecue on Twitter and look at the picture, his face got fucked up. Um, so hopefully quick recovery for Jim and, uh, you know, fuck you, Sabu. <laughs> I'm a fan of Sabu as a wrestler, uh, you know, growing up, but, you know, you can sing some stupid shit. <laughs> um, so, obviously, I haven't done a show since this was announced, and uh, I know it's been a long time since it's been announced and since, you know, it happened, but obviously, uh, Roman Reigns is not the universal champion that accolade belongs to Brock Lesnar once again. Um, Roman Reigns about a month ago, about a month and change, uh, came on Monday Night Raw and announced that uh, he can no longer be the Universal Champion. He can no longer defend the belt because he is battling a disease that he has been diagnosed with since he's 22 years old. Uh, he has leukemia. He's battling another uh, fight with leukemia. Um, and for the time being, he's... Uh, He's technically retired for the time being, you know, if you want to be technical. Uh, obviously, leukemia is cancer, and uh, he probably has to go through some, uh, chemo- he's going through some chemotherapy and, and all this other stuff. So listen, I'm not the biggest Roman Reigns fan. I've never been the biggest Roman Reigns fan, but uh, Joe Anwahi is a human being. He's a real dude. He's a father. From what I've seen, he's a cool dude outside the WWE. And no one should have to live with that. So, uh, big, you know, Joe Anawahi, big man, you know, speedy recovery, bro. And uh, hopefully, hope, you know, hopefully you can beat this and uh, do do what you love doing, man. Because he's been living his dream. He's been working, you know, doing his uh, wrestling for the WWE. You know, had great success. Shield, multiple time champion, even though a lot of people didn't like it. But that's not the point. That's his character. Um, so Joe Anawahi, speed of recovery, bro. Um, so spoke about James Ellsworth, spoke about Roman, spoke about Sabu. Uh, now before I get into NXT, (laughs) and now this kind of coincides with Survivor Series, because it has to do with probably one of the most, uh, one of the main matches that everybody was excited to see, which was Ronda Rousey going one-on-one with Becky Lynch. Uh, but, uh, Nia Jax apparently unintentionally or not had other plans and, uh, <sighs> Becky Lynch is not in the match and Charlotte Flair is. So it's going to be Charlotte Flair going up against, uh, Ronda Rousey. Um, Nia Jax literally, literally punched Becky Lynch right in the face, like full blast, pow, right in the face, broke her shit. So Becky Lynch had a broken nose, her face was all beat up, and she got a concussion. 
<clears throat> so Becky Lynch had to come out on SmackDown Live this week and say that the, she was not be cleared to fight. And um, and uh, she had to pick her uh, replacement, and she chose Charlotte Flair, which pretty much for me ends that feud with Charlotte. And uh, now Charlotte's going up against Ronda Rousey. Now I see I see a building here. Horsewomen and horsewomen. I see it coming. I see it happening. Especially since I'm again to NXT in a little bit. Shayna Baszler already has Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir in her corner in NXT. Helping her defend her title. Now we got Ronda feuding with Becky and Charlotte right now. Now you can call it, oh it's just Survivor Series, it's just SmackDown versus Raw, blah blah blah. This is the building block for WrestleMania, and and a, a match with Charlotte Flair and 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 um and Ronda Rousey should should have maybe was in their plans for WrestleMania, but since what happened to Becky, they uh they had to speed it up to Survivor Series. So it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting, you know how things happen. But now I see the building blocks. I see it happening. That they just have to get Bailey and Sasha somehow. To uh to link up with these two in some point in time, you know maybe the brand split, maybe they maybe the brand extension, maybe after they have another uh, split or whatever that they do a draft or or they do a supplemental draft or whatever. Somehow Sasha and and uh and Bailey end up on SmackDown or yeah yeah I can see that Sasha and Bailey somehow end up on SmackDown. You bring up from NXT Shayna Baszler, Marina Shafir, and Jessamyn Duke to join Ronda Rousey, and they wreak havoc on Monday Night Raw. They just wreak havoc over everybody. And then all of a sudden, the only four that can hang or that can combat them is the original NXT Four Horsewomen. So, I, you know, I can see that happening. Will it happen? I don't know. But I, that's just how I see things going. Um, so uh, Nia Jax, I hope she gets eliminated fast in that five on five elimination match, uh, Raw versus SmackDown. I hope she gets eliminated super fast. She deserves shit after what she did to Becky. Yeah, I mean, I know mistakes happen, whatever, but she punched her in the face. It wasn't even like, oh, it was accidental. You know, she accidentally hit her, blah, blah, blah. She punched that girl square in the face. And apparently she's injured a bunch of women in the past. She is not safe. She needs to go back to NXT or, you know, she needs to go. You know, Nia Jax is not great. She's had good matches here and there. She can move for someone her size, but she's obviously not a safe worker, you know. And it's a shame that with a girl like Becky Lynch with so much momentum, so much hype, so much, you know, People are, are, you know, they tried to turn her heel, but the crowd is still on her side. You know what I mean? So much momentum, and she can't be in there with Ronda because of freaking Nia Jax. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> so, um, but the cool thing is, uh, Becky, you know, she's going to come back. You know what I mean? And uh, so Becky Lynch is going to be in line for a big, big, bigger push than what she got now. And she'll probably meet Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, or they'll probably have the four-on-four, or whatever the case. But, um, but yeah, that, it is what it is. You know, Nia Jax is an asshole, and uh, I hope she gets eliminated first. <laughs> so, with that being said, um, 
With that being said, let's get into a very, very, very good show from last night. NXT TakeOver War Games 2. Um, it, it was a great freaking show, man. Uh, I don't know if some if Survivor Series is going to be able to match up. I don't know if they're going to be able to 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 match, you know, the, the quality of matches that NXT gave us last night. But uh, we'll see. We, we shall see. Uh, NXT TakeOver 2 War Games. Uh, Los Angeles, California. Staples Center, I do believe. Started off with the King of Bros making his debut. Uh, you know, and it was a fast match. <laughs> it was, Matt Riddle came out. Um, and let me tell you something. I know this. I know it's his gimmick. I know he's been doing it for years uh, in the indie scene and, 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 you know, all over and now in NXT. I don't think the whole wrestling barefoot thing is going to last forever. I don't think so. I mean, look at Rusev. Rusev started out barefoot. I think he injured his foot, and then they started making him wear shoes. So I don't think that barefoot thing is gonna last is gonna last forever. Um, eventually, I think he's gonna start wearing uh, wrestling boots. But uh, the King of Bros, Matt Riddle, defeated Cassius Ono in, in very 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 quick fashion. Um, he came to the ring. He he wasn't advertised to have a match at Takeover. He and Cassius Ono was supposed to wrestle in the next scheduled NXT show. But uh, he said, screw that. He's going to come out. He's going to make an impact. And he's challenging Cassius Ono right now. So Cassius comes out. And right when the bell rings, Ono ch- runs at Riddle. Riddle hits him with a flying double knee. Knocks him out. Pins him one, two, three. Matt Riddle wins his debut in about six seconds. <laughs> a lot of people didn't like that the match was so short. But I'll take it. I don't care. It was good. N- not for nothing. This show was very short. It started at 7, and it was done by like 9.30. It was a two and a half hour show, but it was freaking awesome. So, next matchup, we had a two out of three falls uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. We had uh, Shayna Baszler defending against Kyrie Sane. Shayna Baszler, obviously, like I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, had Marina Shafir, had Jessamyn Duke, and they, they, proved, they uh, provided dividends really quick. Um, Kyrie Sane came out like a house on fire. She was beating down Shayna Baszler, going at her, and then with the help of Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke, um, Shayna Baszler got the co- uh, I almost said the coquina clutch. It's the same freaking move. It's a rear naked choke, but <laughs> but um, with the Carafuda clutch, which is what they're calling it, she chokes out Kyrie Sane for the first fall, and then Kyrie Sane gets the second fall with the Sane elbow. And uh, then, um, to even the, to even the odds, we get a uh, we get this girl. We get a uh, damn it, uh, Dakota Kai. Sorry, <laughs> I'm doing this off the off the dome. I'm I'm still it's still fresh in my brain. We get Dakota Kai and we get Io Shirai to help out uh, to e- help even the odds here for Kyrie Sane. We get a beautiful moonsault by Io Shirai taking everybody out. Then Kyrie Sane goes for another insane elbow, gets caught by Shayna Baszler, gets rolled up and gets a quick three count, and Shayna Baszler is still your NXT Women's Champion. Um, the match could have went a little bit longer. I felt like they rushed it. I felt like they just added a lot of shit on the fly. I feel like they didn't really know what to do with this match. Um, I think what I would have done, just and this is just me, instead of having another rematch with Sane and, 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 and Baszler, and I know this was probably just to end the feud or whatever the case, but uh, 
and I know they're probably maybe going to have a six-woman tag now to, to end it, you know, with uh, Io Shirai and Kairi Sane along with Dakota Kai against the Horsewomen, which they're calling them that, by the way. Um, <clears throat> this freaking guy. <laughs> There's a guy freaking walking back and forth uh, in the panel, and you see Drake Maverick, and this guy is making a silly face walking back and forth. Um, I've, like I said, I have the, the pre-show in the background here. Um, <laughs> up next... We have probably match of the night, and, and the next three matches down the list, you can pick your pick your pick. You know what I mean? Johnny Gargano losing to Aleister Black in one of the greatest matches probably of this year. Um, just an insane back and forth between the two. Johnny Gargano showing his quickness in the beginning, playing a cat and mouse game with Aleister Black. Aleister Black desperately trying to get his shots in, um, but. Toward the middle and to the end of the of the match, it was just an amazing fight, amazing match. Um, Alistair Black getting the win, and and probably down the road getting a rematch with uh with Tommaso Ciampa, um, and uh up next NXT title, Tommaso Ciampa defending against the Velveteen Dream, which was another awesome freaking confrontation. Uh, let me tell you something, man. The Velveteen Dream is the future of this company. He came out with looking like a uh, purple Hollywood Hogan, uh, did the Hollywood Hogan poses and all that stuff. He is a complete package of entertainment, of athleticism, and the the dude can go, man. He can go. So this was an amazing match. Tommaso Champion coming out with the win and uh, remaining the NXT champion. Um, and then we had War Games, man. We had well. The, their version of war games is obviously a little different. They put their own little spin on it. There's no roof on the cage. It's still the two rings, huge cage, no roof. So they could do their insane dives, which I'll get into in a second. And they have two cages under our to keep the remaining teams on until it's time for one of them to come out. When, when the original war games, the, the, the team stays in the back, but, uh, which is pretty cool. I, I'm not mad at it. So obviously, to set the tone, we have the Undisputed Era in full force. Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong going up against the War Raiders. I feel so weird calling them the War Raiders. I'm so used to saying War Machine, but you got Hanson and Rowe, along with Pete Dunne, the UK champion, and the North American champion, Ricochet. Um, this match was just madness. It was pure madness. <laughs> it, was, it, it was just a great match. Mayhem all over the place. Uh, and just, just for the end, um, Adam Cole was getting the advantage and then all of a sudden he gets caught by a, a bitter end from Pete Dunn. And right after that, we get a 450 splash from Ricochet to get the win. Uh, Ricochet did an insane double moonsault off the top of the cage onto the whole team, pretty much missing most of them, but, uh, catching enough, <laughs> catching enough body to, uh, to, you know, it was still an amazing feet of athleticism obviously those who those of us who know ricochet know he's probably the best high flyer in the game today along with will osprey um and like i said it's gonna take a lot for the wwe and survivor series to mat to 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 keep up and match up with this show that nxt put on you know and uh there's rumors going around that the next class that are coming into nxt in january uh I heard names like Shane Strickland, um, uh, uh, Silas Young, who I'm pretty excited for. That'll be pretty cool. Can you imagine, you know, the last real man gimmick in NXT? That'll be pretty dope. Um, 
And that was another name that I heard, but I forgot. It's not it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I'm seeing a promo for Lars Sullivan. What could this be about? Is he coming up to the main roster? Yeah, they're showing a promo for Lars Sullivan. Interesting. He hasn't been on NXT in a little bit. I mean, I saw him at the NXT live show a couple, uh, like a month or two back, but he wasn't on TakeOver last night. So, looks like Lars Sullivan is coming to the main roster. Uh, he's a beast. He's a big freaking animal, man. This is going to be interesting. That's pretty cool. Yep, Lars Sullivan coming soon. Yep, here we go. Well, Lars Sullivan's coming to the main roster. <laughs> so, um... Now let's get into the Survivor Series card. Um, right here in the pre-show at some point, I would think within the next half an hour or so, they're going to have the 10-man, 10-team uh, Raw versus SmackDown match, all the tag teams. Um, I'll get into that match right now, if I can get to my freaking page here. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Here we go. All right, get into that. Here it comes. Here we go. Hold on one second. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> and now the Raw team, which is captained by Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. You're going to have the Lucha House Party, the Revival, the Ascension, ugh, and the B team. That's rough. <laughs> Going up against the Usos, The New Day, Sanity, Lars uh, Lar Sullivan, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and the Colognes. I, I think SmackDown has the su way superior tag team division. Um, besides the Colognes, which is the weak link, and for Raw, the Ascension is rough. Ugh, the Lucha House Party. I mean, I don't know, man. But I, I'm going to go with Team SmackDown. They have a way better tag team roster. And on a little side note, I would love to know and see when Bobby Roode is just going to turn on Chad Gable and go heel and go singles and do what he got to do because the man is being totally underutilized. And I think having him in this tag team is literally just giving him something to do. Um, so with that being said, I'm going Team SmackDown. Um, hold on one second here. All right, all right. Had to be a dad real quick. <laughs> I'm back at it. And now, after the 10-man, 10-on-10 10 tag team traditional Survivor Series match, we have for the WWE Tag Team Championship. No, sorry. We have the Raw Tag Team Champions going up against the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. We have the Authors of Pain, AOP, going up against the Bar with the Big Show in their corner. I don't even know who to really pick here. Uh, for the hell of it, I'm going to go with AOP. This whole big show with the bar thing is kind of interesting. It's pretty weird. Um, <laughs> even though, obviously, AOP has Little Drake Maverick in their corner, and these guys have a monster big show in their corner. I really don't care. <laughs> this match has really no significance to me for the most part. Um, up next, we have the Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. Buddy Murphy's been on a serious roll as Cruiserweight Champion. Won it back in his home in, in uh, 
Super Showdown in Australia. Um, Mustafa Ali is probably the best cruiserweight they have. Uh, so I, I'm a, I'm gonna just go with Buddy Murphy just for the hell of it. But uh, if if Ali won, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. We have the traditional five on five men's Survivor Series match: Raw versus SmackDown. Raw being captained by Braun Strowman, along with Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley. That's a pretty good team. Going up against Team SmackDown, captained by Shane McMahon, uh, along with The Miz, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, and Rey Mysterio. Uh, Obviously, each team has their problems. Each team has their own issues with each other. But uh, I'm going Team SmackDown for the mere fact that they keep saying how many times Team Raw has won in the past few years. So... Yeah, I'm going Team Blue. Um, traditional five-on-five women's Survivor Series elimination match. Um, team Raw being captained by Alexa Bliss, but unfortunately, obviously, with her issues, she can't wrestle at the moment. So we have Natalia, Ruby Riot, who that's an interesting uh, dynamic there. We have Nia Jax, who I hope gets eliminated right away. We have Mickey James, and we have Tamina. Going up against Carmella, Asuka, Naomi, um, what's that? Sonya Deville. And from what we've seen on the pre-show, from what I just seen a few minutes ago, it's looking like Mandy Rose is going to join the team. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I, I'm, my heart is with Team Blue. I'm going with SmackDown. I hope Asuka wins is the sole survivor. Uh, but she was the sole survivor last year, I do believe. So, um, I'm going to go Team Blue, but I think Raw is going to win, unfortunately. Uh, I just hate the team now because Nia Jax is on it. I'm not a fan of hers no more. (laughs) Up next, Intercontinental title. And once again, I'm not sure if this is the order that they're going to do it. This is just the order I'm going by WWE.com. They could totally change it around. Um... Intercontinental Champion Seth Rollins going up against the United States Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going with Shinsuke, and I'm going with Shinsuke for the mere fact that I think Dean Ambrose will make an appearance and he will screw Seth Rollins over. Um, Raw Women's Championship. I gave you guys the backstory of this earlier. We have Rowdy Ronda Rousey going up against Charlotte Flair. Um, Raw Women's Champion. It was supposed to be Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion, but it's not going to happen. So, I think if Becky was in the match, I think Ronda, I think Ronda wins either way, but Charlotte Flair is like their golden child in terms of defeating women who are undefeated. She defeated Asuka at WrestleMania. She's beaten a lot of women who you know, have had winning streaks and this and this, that and that. So I don't see it's a it's a tough it's a tough decision to make. Um I'm going with Rousey because I'm kinda sick of Charlotte. But honestly, honestly, if Charlotte Flair won tonight, I would totally not be surprised. Not be surprised at all. Um then apparently the main event, Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is the WWE champion. 
happy for the dude. Uh, you know, it's a title he technically never lost because he lost it due to injury and had to retire. No, 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 no. Sorry. He lost it due to injury, retired a year later after winning the IC title. So, boom, there we go. Um, he's been wanting to wrestle Brock Lesnar for a long time, but never got a shot. Um, he... The the problem here the problem here is how he won it. He turned heel, cheated to defeat AJ Styles on SmackDown Live, kicked him in the nuts. How how come every time someone turns heel on AJ Styles, they kick him in the balls? I don't know. I think <coughs> excuse me. I think that's a new thing that's going around right now. You face AJ Styles, you want to beat him, you kick him in the nuts. I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that is, but Daniel Bryan kicked AJ Styles low, won the title. Then beat the living crap out of him after the match. Apparently, there's a contract dispute going on with WWE and AJ Styles. AJ Styles' contract is over at the end of this year. And um, AJ wants a smaller deal. WWE is trying to give him a bigger deal. Um, You know. And that's supposedly the reason why they took the belt off AJ. Silly reason for me. You know, but whatever. That's that's the way they do things. Um, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar's winning this match. Daniel Bryan's not winning this match. And I think AJ Styles is the reason that Daniel Bryan's going to lose this match. I think Bryan was going to lose anyway. But I see AJ interfering somehow and costing Daniel Bryan the match. Um, <clears throat> whether that's going to happen or not, that's how I see see things going down so those are my predictions for the survivor series the 10 on 10 tag team match survivor series traditional match is happening right now um sanity's out there new day all these guys so raw versus smackdown the tag teams are out there so the pay-per-view after this match they'll probably talk about a little bit more and then the pay-per-view will be on so i've pretty much gotten into everything i wanted to talk about in this episode So I will be back next week to review Survivor Series, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all the stuff that went down this past week. Um, Everybody, Thanksgiving is this week, so I hope everyone has a safe, healthy, you know, screw healthy, right? (laughs) Everybody's going to eat their asses off. So I hope everybody has a great time. Eat all the turkey you want. Eat all the stuff in the the, the yams, the cranberry sauce, all that other shit. Um, Survivor Series is a staple of the Thanksgiving holiday and uh, it's a Thanksgiving tradition um, WrestleMania tickets went on sale the other day uh, and um, I plan on being back in my stomping ground New York City well in this case Jersey <laughs> to go to WrestleMania this year hopefully I'm able to go I plan on it um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan when the holidays come around, because we got Survivor Series, we get in a short couple of months, we get the Royal Rumble in January, which starts WrestleMania season, which is a big, big deal. So with that being said, everybody enjoy Survivor Series. I hope you enjoyed NXT TakeOver War Games. It's your boy, Jay. I'll be back this coming week with episode 37. Everybody enjoy. Oh, by the way, before I go, got a do the shameless plug snd podcast channel is where you find this uh soundcloud itunes google play stitcher radio 
wherever you get your podcast from, look up your boy, show some love, <laughs> and enjoy all the shows that, that the S&D Podcast channel provides, man. It's a bunch of good shit. So, <clears throat> once again, everybody, enjoy Survivor Series. Catch you next time. Peace. Thank you.